As if the gremlin is swimming in the archivist, it lifts its arms and like slips down further into it. And you can see sparks emanating from the chest of this archivist, but you can't see the gremlin anymore. Having already had success with it, she's going to cast sleep again. Hello, student. I appear to be lost. Can you please direct me back to the underlibrary? There's a pretty important gear in here missing. Gremlins, from what I remember from stories, are tricksters and troublemakers. I don't think they're malicious. They're just like causing terrible, terrifying pranks. I suppose this thing isn't going anywhere. We should follow that gremlin then. And now we continue. does that you know when someone really doesn't want to do something but's willing to go along and do it anyway and they stand up with mm -hmm. all of that effort just like oh yeah. fine that but silent yeah the archivist picks up the chest plate sticks it back on itself can i come too i would like to recover the piece of me that keeps me alive oh. <laughs> i think harold and potentia share a look on that idea I mean, no offence, buddy, but you're sort of a little creepy. I apologise. Perhaps we should blame my manufacturer. And Lamwin's like, hey, I didn't make him. I'm just fixing him. I would also suggest that perhaps we wouldn't want you breaking down partway through trying to retrieve the bit of you. Oh. Yes, I'm also worried that, you know, the gremlin could just take more pieces, which wouldn't be great. Seems counterintuitive, really. That would make sense. And I suppose if it took control of my body again, that would be bad for you. Just a tad. Uh, he like extends an arm, grabs a fallen fallen stick and just crushes it in his hand. I am quite strong. Yes. Um, could I have my book back by any chance? Oh, I'm sorry. I hadn't realized. Uh, and he reaches in and pulls out so many books out of his, out of his pockets. Which one is yours? I have a sneaky suspicion that Potentia knows every single book that is in her library without, like, needing to look at them, look at them. Yeah, so she's like just that one. Yeah. Grabs hers out of the giant and There you are. It probably takes her a little bit longer to be like, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes? Yeah. Just looks in my own satchel. Oh, I, did I... Did I bring that one? Or... Hmm. <laughs> Actually, I did roll a natural 20 on my academic progress track. I'm checking yeah. again. Yeah. Well, you know what book yeah, yeah. you have in here. Yeah, you know what book you have. So, yeah. What is Harold's intelligence? Because right now it feels really low. It's distinctly average. No, nope. I tell a lie. 12. It's slightly better than average. Yeah. Hey, I got I I got through most of my university with slightly better than average intelligence. So mm, the feels. Um, 
anyway. Uh, so yeah, you, you locate your book and he hands it back to you and he puts the others back into his, his pockets. And it looks as though there is somehow more space in his pockets than the book should fit, but there we go. Pockets of holding! The holy grail! <laughs> oh my god, I want them. <laughs> um... Imagine all the cool form-fitted clothing you could wear with pockets of clothing. Imagine pockets all the pockets you could have because female clothing. Um, but just need one, can, one pocket. Potentially going to look to Harold and be like, "So where's this thing gone? Do I still see its uh, perturbations?" Uh, so mm-hmm. you actually, and for the few times in this entire campaign, have to make a perception check. Yeah, fair. Because your pa- your passive is not high enough. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. see an invisible creature. Uh, is it worth away me trying softly. to ro- like? Is it worth me rolling as well? Is my question. All right. To assist. Hmm. I will. To aid. I will. Yeah, roll to I will aid. Guidance myself. <laughs> I should do that. More All right. Uh, Potential is aiding you, so roll with advantage. Great. Uh. 23 total with a 23 with a 2d4 guidance so you're peering away okay it, it was heading in that direction peering into the food court area you're like okay it's over there somewhere but where where and then you just see like a fr- like a french fry like a potato fry lift up and then like <laughs> disappear like one bite at a time yeah. off of someone off of some student's plate Oh, it's there, it's there. And um, I just start running. Like, <laughs> Potential looks around, like, to no one, going like, this guy's insane. And then and just starts walking after Harold, legging it. Uh, and Lanwin somewhere in between Harold and Potential in terms of, like, running slash, uh, like, jogging. He Lanwin's been ch- chased this thing across campus, so he's already kind of tired. Mm. Uh, and the archivist... Uh, stays where it is behind you and just sits there. Harold, you've gotten to where the food court is and looking around, you don't see it, but you can see little uh, like ketchup stained, like little tiny footprints, like little toddler footprints. Mm. Like it's walked through a ketchup packet and you like trying to give me a survival check to track it. All right, let's do that. Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, okay, you, you start like, okay, here are these footprints, and then, like, ah, this is where it ate this student's, took a bite of this student's burger, and this student, like, what, excuse me, hello, what, what are you, and you just keep, like, detective mode Harold following dun, the, dun, dun, the dun, 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 dun. Okay, and then... These are some some fries that it was eating, and then you look up; it's gone into Beastie Burger. Oh, all right. Step into Beastie Burger, I suppose, and try and I don't know. Maybe it'll find its way into the deep fryer or something. <laughs> uh, you get into Beastie Burger, and there's some there's some kind of promotion happening at the moment mm-hmm. you see new and improved banners like streamed across like streaming across where they order or just get made and you see there's a small crowd of people uh observing where the the cooks normally are in the back of the the building and there's somebody probably some kind of bard like spruiking that's right new and improved beastie burgers faster service faster food 
our new automated burger dispensers are going to revolutionize how quickly you get your meals. And there's like a, a small round of applause as people are given burgers as like samples. At this point, Lanwin catches up. <sighs> Is it in here, Harold? Uh, somewhere. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where it is right now. Uh, I, I feel like it's going to become obvious fairly soon, though. Yeah? Why do you say that? <coughs> well, this thing likes to cause mischief. Uh, Lemon like, looks around, takes in his surroundings. Oh. Oh, no. What you're learning is quite familiar now. The unmistakable pink sparks from the kitchen. And you hear... Someone cry out in pain. Uh, Potential, you've arrived at Beastie Burger mm-hmm. as you've just heard someone in the kitchen cry out in pain. And then from from the, the service window of the kitchen, a burger shoots out at extreme velocity. So she's heard none of this. Okay, um, she's just going to look to Harold and Lyman and be like, so why are we out here? Like, you know, like, why are we out here not in the kitchen fixed, like, dealing with this problem? Another burger shoots out across the room and, like, splatters against the wall. Everything's okay. We're just having a minor technical uh, fault. Mm. Um, and, and he starts handing out coupons. Come back later and everything will be solved and you get a free burger. And he, he hands one to you, Harold, one to, to Lamwin and one to Potentia. I'll, I'll say to him, uh, I, I think I know your problem. We've been pursuing a gremlin uh, across the campus. Uh, I think, unfortunately... It found its way here. I'm not too familiar with that creature. He says with a, a like question mark. Lemon, you have to let us into the kitchen. We have to stop it. It's going to cause so much chaos. Um, Harold and with assistance from Lamwin, Rollo a persuasion. Cool. I've never had to do this before. Harold has a plus five to persuasion. What? Oh shit! Natural twenty. No need to roll a second. What? <laughs> How come you're not the face of this party when Meredith's not around? How is it up with 25. <laughs> yeah, I always got that noble heritage, y'all. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, that's why mine's plus four, but like still. Harold's very persuasive. Oh. He just chooses not to Oh, the to fact be. that I am very persuasive and still suck at it is hilarious. <laughs> I'm quite charismatic too. I have, uh, I have a plus two, plus two to Christmas. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, um, yeah, if you, if you know how to stop this thing, um, by all means. Uh, so you step past him and step into the kitchen. It's, yeah. It looks as though some of the kitchen has been like pushed to the side as they've been installing this, this mechanical device. It is a conveyor belt production line of burger production with all these little mechanical hands to, to put the burgers together and then some larger hands at the end to serve them up for the the wait mm-hmm. staff to take them out to the people. Um, but what it's currently doing is mass producing burgers and they are piling up at one end and the arms just lifting them and just hucking them, just throwing them against the walls. And you see sitting on top of this, this conveyor belt mechanical kitchenware thing is this like gremlin like side like laying on it like it's a like it's a horse and he's just like tapping on it and just sparks from his hands and he's just giggling uh and i will get each of you to make a dexterity saving throw okay Mm. including lanwin oh no 
Natural uh, 20. <laughs> uh, Potentia, you manage to dodge this, but Harold and Lamwin, you get a burger to the face. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're not going to take any damage. Um, just to my skincare regime. There you go. <laughs> just, just to your skincare regime and your pride. Yeah. It does leave you momentarily dazed and confused as to what just happened. Meet to you, the face. Not oh, many people that's... expect a burger to the face. <laughs> And if you do, uh, perhaps you may need to change your line of work. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not going to think about that too deep. Nope. Don't. Not okay. worth it. Moving on. Ross, <laughs> Moving stop on. it. Uh, <laughs> um, in which case, can she, like, cartwheel out of the way and just, like, flick a firebolt in the general direction of the, um, what, the gremlin? <laughs> the gremlin. Specifically the gremlin, not the greasy floor. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought about casting a... grease and then doing this. Like, this was... <laughs> there was a thought. Yeah. Roll to hit. Uh, 10 plus 6. So, 16. That hits. Woo! Uh, roll your damage. Do I need? D10. 8. Um, you hit it. The impact caused it to, to roll. And you just hear this... Oh, you don't see it, but you hear this splash. And then... And then nothing. And then just like sizzle noises. Crispy fried gremlin. <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. Uh, and that is the end of that gremlin. Oh, that's... Oh, that smell. Oh, boy. Uh, look around and see if we can find this this spring. She's just going to turn uh, to the... Whoever the guy, the spruker or the... He's the like, manager. He's, he's, like, he's like hiding behind the door. Whoever frame, it just is. Just like peering in, watching you. And just, just going to turn and be like... You might want to change the oil. Yeah. What? What? Don't. You said gremlin. Just don't. What? Don't okay. ask. Don't. Don't ask. Um. Is the machine okay? You tell me. It's your machine. Right. Yeah. Um. I assume everyone. Now you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Okay. We just need a. Sorry, sir. We just need a few moments to locate a key mechanical component uh, to a, a construct who seemed very friendly, but also very disillusioned with what was happening with themselves. The gremlin's still something. We're just trying to find it. Uh, library business. We'll take care of this. Okay. I don't quite follow, but uh, you have just saved my business from... A burger gremlin. So. Oh, of course. I mean, I would hate to see anything happen to Beastie Burger. This is my, this is my joint. You know. <laughs> I, it's it's good to hear that. I tell you what, um, the three of you for the next month, you eat here free. It's really not okay. No, it's 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 it's. I, I I would I would do more if I could. Uh, we're, we're currently struggling a little bit, if I'm being honest. There's too many Beastie Burgers in the city and uh, the business has become competitive. So, but I'm, I'm happy to give you, you all a, a month worth of free Beastie Burgers. All right. Well, uh, with, we, within, with term, terms and conditions apply. Uh, see in store for you, details? Yes. Yeah. Come yes. talk to me for more details. I, I sort of turned potentially, we better not tell uh, Meredith. I'll go out of business for sure. <laughs> she wasn't here. <laughs> Wasn't planning on it. <laughs> uh, you you scour the the 
kitchen of the Beastie Burgers and you do find this this cog. Uh, I've got it, Lemon says, holding it into the air. Uh, also, I think some of these screws under this part here need to be tightened, sir. You should talk to your mechanic. Uh, uh, y- yes, thank you. Um, while they've been searching, Potentia has cast Unseen Servant mm-hmm. to help deal with the pile of burgers that's been created and <laughs> she's not going to help but the dancing servant's going to yeah, help going to help okay she also therefore can't leave at the moment just yeah. for reference well also uh, because they decided to automate uh, they have reduced staff, staff capacity so yeah by them by themselves it would take them much longer yes so the the manager's very appreciative so you take some time here in the the back of beastie burgers to locate this this mechanical cog wire spring thing and uh, help to clean up a little bit. Hello, this is your friendly Dungeons & Doctorates DM, Ben, here to remind you once again to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you do, I'll probably see it and respond to you, which is a great way to get my attention if you have cool ideas for the show or would love to have a character named after you. Plus, we all love interacting with fans and Twitter is a great way to do that. So give us a shout out on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram using the hashtag DNDoctorates or just tweet at us at DNDoctorates on Twitter. If you would like a mid-show message read out by myself, Kate, Joe, Ross, or any of our characters, fill out the form via our link tree. It's a very quick and easy Google form to fill out. Just fill it out and have one of us deliver a message for you. Going to be a short one from me today because I want to get back to this episode and find out what happens. The next episode is coming out on the 31st, so keep an eye out for that. And let's get back to this episode right now. Um, Potentia's just going to mutter to say to Lanwin, it might be worth talking to the Conjuration Department about creating a back storage of parts for these, so that if this happens again, we don't have to do this. That's a good idea. Mm. Do you know... Perhaps a way to protect from incorporeal movement into a workshop, because that would be a good way to keep gremlins out of the artificers' department. Is this a problem you have, have, have regularly? No, but I never want to have this happen again. Hmm. And if I could convince, uh, like, the, the faculty head that this is a problem, it, 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 doesn't hap- it hasn't happened frequently, but the severity is very high. So we don't want it to happen again. Yes, your risk assessment does not sound particularly in your favour. No. Well, I, unfortunately, if more gremlins show up, our risk assessment improves them on the need to protect us. Uh, but also, more gremlins sound awful. <laughs> Just awful. Harold, what do you think? Well, I, I think uh, maybe you need the services of... Um an enchantment specialist you know they could put up some kind of permanent alarm arrangement or uh you know some kind of warding uh yeah 
Uh, I don't really have much experience with incorporeal movement, as I, I think I said earlier. I mean, ghosts are one thing, but they don't typically mess with constructs, and you only really have to worry about them, like, well, once a month, mostly. And they don't, you know, it's not too bad, uh, for the most part. Most ghosts seem relatively harmless, in my experience. Potentially just laughs to herself, thinking back on her previous experience in the last month. Uh, well, perhaps we should get this this gear back to the archivist uh, before he uh, he he spins down. Yes, yes, no, of, of course. Uh, it wouldn't permanently shut down, would it, if it didn't get it? I mean, I mean, not that we uh, have somewhere else I to be. I don't but. think so, but they, they kind of develop uh, skills and personality quirks over time. And I'd hate for it to, to be kind of reset to workshop defaults. Well, I, just me clean this oil off my hands and... Uh, uh, Harold, you got a, a, a bit of lettuce in your hair there? You might want to just oh. pick that up. And I, I just get out a comb and just sort of start like... Not the hair, not the hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, let's let's head back. How far along has my unseen servant gotten in assisting with the deburgification of the uh, beast burgers? It's 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 helped it's helped a lot. Definitely, it's uh, the burgers have been either disassembled and placed in bins, or the ones that could be salvaged were like plated. Cool. All right. In that case, she's going to dismiss unseen servant. Not that anyone would be able to tell. Um. <laughs> well, the activity of the plates and things would stop. stop. Yes. So she's going to be ready to go if people want to go. Uh, so leaving Beastie Burgers triumphantly, if a little dishevelled perhaps. Um, Harold's still combing his hair, trying to get that, that look just right. <laughs> uh, you cross the food court and head back towards that, that courtyard with the archivist. You get there and you find that the archivist has been sorting flowers by colour and size and arranged them in neat little rows. Ah, it is good that you have returned. Have you recovered the part of my body that keeps me alive? Yeah, I got it. I just need to put it back in you. Mind laying down again? Of course. He lays down and like removes that chest plate. When you return that piece to me, can you please make sure my chest plate is attached correctly? Yeah, I I, I wasn't gonna put it back on and then take it back off. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, and that one goes about repairing this archivist. Um, Harold Potential, you're just standing around watching? She just plonked herself back down on a bench. I'm just thinking to myself, like, why Why did they program these things to be so fussy? <laughs> it's, a, it's a mechanical librarian who has been through some stuff. Been through some stuff, Harold. He's <laughs> seen some things. Mm-hmm. Both literary and in the w- real world. Mm-hmm. Lamwin will take some time to replace this this spring cog and then attach the chest plate, put all the screws back on. Ah, I cannot tell if that's better, but I think it is. Thank you for your assistance. No, no, no problem. Uh, how do you feel? Do you... Are you fully working, fully operational? Let me test. And he, like, looks up at the tree extends one of his arms and delicately plucks a single leaf from a branch 
I appear to be functioning normally. Pluck many trees down in the library, do you? <laughs> no, but it is important to have good dexterity and the ability to pluck things from a distance. Mm, to leaf through books, if you will. Yes. Well said. He looks at his, his, his rows of, of flowers. I think I will put this here. Placing at the end, like a full stop. Can you direct me, please, to the library? I am unfamiliar with this part of the campus and do not know how to find my way back. Uh, I, yeah, I can probably do that. Oh, I just realized how many windows this you broke to get here. <laughs> oh, no, I have to... I have to fill out so many... I, maybe just one really big incident report. It sounds like all of the incidents were connected, Lanwin. It sounds like one yeah. document seems the most sensible. Yeah. Where did that foot go? Maybe I can use that as evidence. Uh, he like gets on some pliers, finds it in the grass. I'm just going to put this in this little bag here. <laughs> Maybe that'll prove that there was actually gremlins. Um, yes, you could write a paper on it, Lanwin. You know. uh, it sounds like a very interesting topic that I want nothing to do with. It might be worth talking to the Beastie Burgers employee to get a eyewitness account, Lanwin. Yes. Yes, I, I'm. I mean, the the gremlins were like hanging out of that thing's shoulder. Sorry, your shoulder. Thank you. I appreciate being included in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were hanging out of your shoulder, and people probably saw that. And then you two saw it, and you helped capture it, fight it. Can I get testimonials from both of you? Mm. I, I'll find the paperwork and just send it your way. Or if you have time now, I should get back to my office, Lanwin. Um... Yeah. I mean, I can, yeah, I can sign it, Lanwin. It's not a problem. Great. Um, does Harold know where your office is, Potential? Where is your office, Potential? You're a, a wizard, a conjuration wizard, right? Yeah, okay, so somewhere in the conjuration building, there'll, there'll be an office that you have. Yeah? Yes. You'll find me, Lanwin. Okay. It seems. You're in your desk pretty often? I'm a PhD student, Lanwin. Yes, I'm at my desk fairly often. Well, I mean, I I think I have a desk. I have a workshop space. Same, same. I should really go find my desk. <laughs> what if I have paperwork that people have left there for me? Oh, no. I need to find my desk. Anyway, I can do that later. Harold, can you come, come with me? We'll go fill out this incident report and I guess deliver this, this archivist. Thank you. I would appreciate being returned to the underlibrary. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you there, buddy. <laughs> so creepy. Yes, all right then. Uh, well, later, Potentia. Ah, uh, Potentia's just gonna pick up her stuff and start walking back towards her office with a still the express intent of getting herself a coffee on her way back. Yep. We'll follow Harold and Lamwin and the archivist walking across campus to the underlibrary to drop off the archivist. I'm really glad that it was you I ran into Harold because I wasn't sure what I was going to do. That thing was, it was fast and it was getting away from me. I was fast. I was getting away from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I kind of wish they didn't talk. I'll be honest. Uh, How else would I answer inquiries about where things are in the library? Gloop is a very interesting and useful 
reference system and has full knowledge of the library, but he does lack certain personal abilities. Is that because he's like a amorphous blob of, of like, what is he? Candle wax? It's gloopy. Indeed. It has been nice not having him in my brain. I can hear him when I'm in the library. Okay. Well, that's uh, uh, interesting. Efficient, I suppose. Uh, yes, he knows roughly where everything is in the library, but lacks the ability to navigate it himself. This is actually probably the longest conversation I have ever had. You don't say. How am I doing? Uh, <laughs> Give me a feedback rating between one and ten. <laughs> Sorry. You know, uh, fine. Uh, what 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 I call you, Hal? Presumably. Uh, I do not possess a singular name. I am the Ferrimasters University Underlibrary Archivist. <laughs> not not help not help in learning support. <laughs> It's canon now. <laughs> it's yeah. canon now. You can, if you want help and Let learning support. support. Mm. Yes, I like that. You can call me Howls for short. Uh, yeah. That's a shirt. Uh, that is a shirt someone needs to design from our group. Let's do it. Uh, okay. Well, uh, are we are we almost here? We're almost here, right? <laughs> yeah. I recognize this building. This is the external facade of the underlibrary. I have seen it many times in blueprints. Oh, interesting. They've never left the underlibrary. Yeah, we're, come on. We'll just get you inside. I don't see Bonin. That's, she's, she's part of the, what's her name? Is it, we met her. I met her the other night. Um, Nora. Uh, hello. Yes. Uh, Harold. Lanwin. Uh, uh, there was an incident, Nora. I, I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, our companion here uh, uh, was introduced to some gremlins, which I only just learned was a thing. So that's interesting. Oh, I don't think I've ever actually seen a gremlin. I've read about them. The underlibrary is shielded from incorporeal travel, so we don't get a lot of uh, issues like that. Um, Lamwin, you've, you're one of the artificers working on restoring the archivists? Yeah, uh, this one's done? Fin it, it, mostly, fully operational. I appear to be at maximum capacity. In which I mean my pockets are full of books. Thank you, archivist. Can you please return those to their proper places? Yes, I will begin immediately. And it walks off. Those things are great, but they creep me out. It's like the lack of face. They're just so unusually congenial. It just, it's sort of unnatural, you know. Ah, well, you know, it's its nice to have uh, someone friendly sounding to help locate books in the underlibrary. That place is big and complicated. And in my opinion, constructs that talk are very useful at identifying what's wrong with themselves. I, I only just, I mostly deal with constructs that don't talk and just pinch people. Um, which is unhelpful with diagnosing problems. I mean, maybe, Lanwin, you could uh, incorporate some kind of voice algorithm into your latest creation, you know, self-diagnostic or something. 
Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Setting up future episodes. Oh my god, so much. <laughs> Talking crabs. <laughs> More interaction with Hal's, please. Meredith meets Hal's is going to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, well, th- thank you for dropping him off. Can I help you with anything else while you're here, Harold Lamwin? Looking for books? Yeah, Meredith was in here the other day. I mean, she's in here a lot. Um, but she had a long conversation with Bonan. Oh, interesting. I mean, I, I suggested that she start volunteering here at the library. Uh, we ah, always, yes. We currently need more librarians. Maybe it was about that. Maybe. Uh, hmm. Well, I mean, Nora, you could help me a little. I, this is pretty much a long shot. I, I've I've looked through this library a few times on this topic, but uh, you know, you may know that the sort of the the circle of druids that I belong to is is kind of rather rare and secretive. And honestly, I I don't know that much about them. Uh, uh, but I did come across a book the other day. That, that could explain some things to me. Unfortunately, uh, this was at a, a different library and uh, somebody took it upon themselves to remove the book um, from the library and now I don't have access to it. Uh, and so, you know, if you do come across uh, this book, which I shall describe, uh, I would be really uh, appreciative. A um, few mysteries I've been trying to solve uh, is proving elusive. Um, well, I, I don't recognize the title off the top of my head, but... Oh, hello. Hi. I could not help but overhear your conversation. I did not intend to sneak up behind you. You rolled an at 20, though, on your stealth check. I recall seeing that book in the underlibrary, in one of the lowest levels. Perhaps I could retrieve it for you. Oh. Nora, how are the repairs to the underlibrary going? Are the lowest levels currently accessible? Uh, no, no, we're still working out a good way of getting down there. There are some ladders, so maybe you could climb down one of those. Um, we're thinking of working out how to turn that giant cavity from the 10th to the 20th under level to something usable without having to restore all those floors. Um, there are architects currently surveying. Perhaps I could be your assistance then, Harold. As thanks for restoring me to how I am now, I will take it upon myself to find this book for you. Ah, well, thank you, Howls. <laughs> it will be my pleasure. And he, like, walks off towards the back of the library, towards the, the underlibrary. I'm sorry, I cannot do that, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Harold, it sounds like you've made a new friend. Uh, friend seems like let's the... Let's say the, acquaintance. Uh, let's start there, shall we? Uh, yeah, well, he's he's doing you a favour. He You saved his life and now he's getting you a book. That seems... That doesn't actually seem fair at all, to be honest, but... I, I mean... You know, one shouldn't necessarily do things expecting something in return. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a construct, so it doesn't really have a concept of a life debt. Not one that I would have given it anyway. Nora, you've got more experience with these things. 
No, they're they're mostly just they they pick up books, they sort books, and they fight intruders. Mm. But apparently not particularly well against phase spiders, uh, which you know, fair. If I was a construct designed to work inside a library, the idea of a spider that can travel from one plane to another and then web me in it sounds it's 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 beyond the scope yeah. of, of something that it was designed for get the feeling they're designed for simple book thieves and probably fairly non-lethal force <laughs> yes yeah uh sorry we can't stay too much longer nora we have some paperwork we need to do uh can i uh hang on and he like pulls out a crunkled piece of paper can I get a signature for like delivery of this archivist back to the underlibrary? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. There you go. Thanks. Gotta do the paperwork. <laughs> Stuffs it back in his pocket. Uh, well, how come on? I, uh, you, I will. I'd say I'd buy you some Beastie Burger, but I don't think that's a problem anymore. Uh, coffee? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. Great. All right, I'll buy you a coffee. 